Hello and welcome to the World We Live In podcast. I'm your host, Eric Patterson. Alongside me is my sister, Erin. Join us as we explore the amazing, mysterious aspects of our planet's cultures, history, and future trends. Yo, yo, yo. <laughs> that intro just gets me. Like, yeah? I'm pumped every time. I mean, it sums it up. It does. It it's sums so great. It up. Did you write that? Um, partially. Someone I knew, I uh, can't remember his last name. His name's Colin. Um, he doesn't even get a full shout out. Well, but. You, you know in college, you, you, you start to know a lot of people. And yeah. Some people stick around, some people don't. Yeah. Um, I got to know, I, I knew him through my buddy Grayson, and he, we just kind of went back and forth on email. Mm. One day, just kind of like, I was like, hey, this is what I want to address and then he just kind of like spewed that out and then we changed a few words and it was great shout out colin yeah for sure um and same similar with the logo Uh uh-huh um girl i knew at the time Susanna. she um did the logo and she does like uh branding design type stuff and similar yeah told her like what i wanted uh-huh um and she just did it and she's like yeah it's cool yeah so there have been people along the way that have touched the uh touched the podcast touched the world we live in yeah um me and kyle kyle's coming back on to do an episode with me after the dogman conference yes that's yeah because i mean we, we're i'm gonna have a I. Fingers crossed, I'm going to have a lot of material. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, Can't wait for the reuniting of you two. Yeah, that'll be fun. That'll be a good one. Um, how are you? I'm good. I'm good. It's been a long day here, but yeah. we are here. Um, I I was in California last week, so I was all messed up on the time because it's two hours difference from here in Nashville, and... I also just partied, so, you know, then I worked out today and wanted to end it all, but I didn't because I had this, so (laughs) here we are. Because you had the mental fortitude. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. I did. Um, But yeah, I I was like a little outside of LA on this like beautiful lake. You were in the mountains. Yeah. Um, Super awesome. I would go back immediately. the weather is 10 out of 10. Yeah. And it like coming back here is just like a little stormy and humid and yeah, gross. And when we were out there, they kept saying there was like a flash flood warning. And I was like in California. Yeah. In a get out of here. Yeah. And I was in the County we were in. And yeah. I was like, so I'm like, Oh, maybe it's like a weird, th- no rain in Not the forecast. Him. I'm like, what are you talking about? Yeah. But yeah. Um, that was great. I've, I've been to L.A. a couple times, like the city. Yeah. But I would like to spend more time there. I think it'd be a good time. But the mountains were great. We'll go back. Yeah. I mean, there's... Don't get me wrong. L.A. LA County obviously has a lot of issues. But it's also incredibly gorgeous. Yeah. It and has its pros. It has its pros. Yes, it does. Um, I mean... Kyle is from the general yeah. area. So, yeah. Um, and that's where we, that's where we did hit. We did his bachelor party on the West Coast. 
Yeah, I was trying to tell some of the people yeah. that you were out there, but I didn't know like where you had gone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I was yeah. just like, oh yeah, like the guy who was getting married was from Agora Hills. Is that how you say mm-hmm. it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they were like, yeah, like very familiar with it. But I didn't. I was like, I know they went to some club and then the car that was supposed to drive them back like just didn't or something. So we were supposed <laughs> to go to a uh, we were supposed to go to a concert and it got canceled four hours before the show started. That's right. Because of COVID. Oh, the whole concert got canceled. The whole thing got canceled. Oh. Yeah. So then you so, guys just went clubbing. So then we just went clubbing. <laughs> and the club that we went to was pouring rum and Cokes, the strongest I've ever had. I mean, it was like straight rum. Wow. Like I, I, like, I nursed the drink for two hours simply because I could not drink it faster. Wow. <laughs> it was, yeah, it was rough. It was strong. It was rough. But, um, yeah, I love the West Coast. It's yeah. great. Um, yeah, the whole—I mean, the whole West Coast is incredible. So yeah, agreed. Yeah, glad you had a good time. Yep. Um, what about you? I've just been working. Soccer season's about to start, so I'll be coaching, yep. which is exciting. Um, that's about it. Yeah, that's something new that's going to start. I was or I restart. Was, I was on the uh, I was on the lake again. Oh yeah. For those of you that listened to it a couple <laughs> episodes ago. Um, if you haven't, go back a couple episodes. It's um, the one about like haunted cars. Yes, I the beginning so. of that episode, yes. we talk about a boat. So yeah. now you'll understand. But <laughs> we explain how sketchy it was, and let me just say, my experience last weekend, no, two weekends ago, mm-hmm. was more sketchy than the experience that me and Aaron detail. The there's this boat rental on this lake in just north of Nashville. And um, the boats there just they get used a lot. Yeah, they and, just are popular, and, and they're just popular, and um, they're but they're sketchy as fuck. So <laughs> there were about sixteen of us. Um, I would go. I went with my CrossFit gym, and um, the boat. It's a pontoon, so it's not that aerodynamic um, on the water. <laughs> But the engine that was on this thing was just screaming the entire time. Like, the the guy who was driving had his boating license, like, has been on boats before, knows what he's doing. He had the throttle all the way down, and we were going, like, five miles an hour. Oh, my God. And added to that, there was a hole <laughs> on the deck of the boat right by the engine that was just, like... It was just spewing water, like, <laughs> pew, pew. just like as you're driving along, it's water is just flying up. And I was sitting near the back um, on the way out to the spot we were going to. And um, we're all just like, it's fine, it's fine, it's fine, whatever. But you know, just here to have a good time. Just here to have a good time. So, but you're looking forward to going out. Um, and then, but on the way back, everyone's like, kind of drunk mm-hmm. and me and this other girl was, were sitting towards the back of the boat and this girl was just staring at this water leaking thing the whole time <laughs> <laughs> i was just i was trying to ignore it uh-huh it was just, it was so sketchy it it took us it took us like 30 minutes boat ride the good news was he did not throw up after this one yes no like th- the last yes. occurrence no throw up was had 
Um, he came back and actually looked okay. It, no, it was a it was a really fun mm-hmm. day, and it was it was a lot more lower key because um, a lot of the people that I go, I work out with are they're older, they're like thirties, yeah. have kids, you know, they're they're not trying to get shit faced on a Saturday because. They have kids. Yeah, like some were going to like a dinner and like they were going to uh-huh. like some other nicer bars around the city. Just like, you know. The last time we were on the boat, it had to be a range of like 18 to like, there was that guy on there who was oh, like. Oh, I mean, it was like 40. Had to have been 40 or yeah, 50. Yeah, it was, yeah. But yeah. like everyone was getting shit faced. Yeah. But I'm yeah. glad to know this time was better. Yeah. Um, there were a lot of people too on, yeah. on, at the at the spot. It's, uh, it's, it's popular. Very, yeah, very yeah. popular. Um, but yeah, so we survived never going on that lake again with that boat rental. No, we have to up the game. Yeah. We got to find something else. We need to get new friends. <laughs> yeah. We need to get rich friends who have a, have a, a house on a lake. Yeah, honestly. Yeah. But uh, in the meantime, <laughs> in the meantime, we're still going to just podcast. And, yeah. um, today we have a, um, today we have a good mix, um, Gonna finish off the show with possible uh, with a some Dogman, just in light of going to the Dogman conference. I figured yeah, um, you have to. Figured we would do something like that. But starting out, um, I came across this really really weird story. Um, it's weird because I mean all of it's just odd. Mm-hmm. Um, it is odd. So it's a story of the leather man. That's literally all he goes by. There's some speculation to his name, but um, it's pretty straightforward as far as what he is. Mm-hmm. He is literally a man who, between the years of 1883 and 1889... Um, would walk a 365-mile loop in Connecticut, and he wore leather, but not just like not just like a uh, not just like a dominatrix type uh, leather, like leather, like <laughs> like a lot leather. of leather. Yeah, I think it it says somewhere it was like. I think it was between like 60 to 70 pounds of leather. This guy was just covered in leather. Um, Like if you were out in any temperature above like 60 in this outfit, you would probably like Oh, you'd be dying. Yeah. No, in the pictures they do have of him, it's like like the pieces of leather are like stitched together. Mm -hmm. It almost looks like he's wearing a quilt, but it's leather. When I saw this picture, I thought of where I used to live in Nashville, and there was, like, a resident homeless man who would, like, hang out mm. around there, and he did the same thing, really? but with denim. Ah. Uh, it was kind of lit, honestly. That's not bad. Yeah, it was, like, a vibe. Like, I would buy pants like that, but, yeah, this is what it reminded me of. It's just, like, patched together and really, like, yeah, like, he did it on the move. Yeah. Yeah, and, and that's what this guy did. He just, um... He just walked up and down this loop, and people would literally just wait for the guy. Every, like, 30, 35 days, he Mm -hmm. would just, like, come through your town. Yeah, and they would leave out, like, food 
and like warm welcomings and stuff for him. Um, and he could speak like fluent French, it says. Yes. So the that fact kind of starts to um, get to who he possibly was because mm-hmm. obviously up towards that northeastern corridor there you have montreal just over the border from new york so like there's a lot of french influence obviously from the um immigration you know whenever right back in the day of like pioneer people and whatnot so um according to to some people, um, a popular theory was that this le- this leather man was a guy named Jules Bourglet, a uh, would-be paramour to the daughter of one of France's largest leather traders, hence why he wore leather. Um, there you go. Bourglet had financially ruined a prominent family in France and was reputed to have fled to Connecticut in disgrace. Um, Obviously, a preoccupation with leather. um, Says a possible desire to perform some elaborate lifelong act of penance. So, like, a punishment for his whatever you want to call that destruction of uh, an estate or whatever. Um yeah, he didn't really obviously didn't want people to know who he was. He also didn't really speak. He just kind of grunted and said words, <laughs> which is basically me every day. Yeah, yeah. like we all relate. Uh, yeah, we all just so, in the morning just grunting him. and yeah. <laughs> um. Uh. So yeah, he um he obviously he he just went from town to town, um. He, um, forgot where I was going. He, um, yeah, people, the, 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 the weird part to me is that people like, we were just saying earlier, uh, before we started, it, it's almost like Santa. Mm-hmm. Like they would leave food out for him and like, it was important that he ate your food. So, like, for those of the Christian religion, like, you leave food out for Santa, and Santa, like, will eat a cookie and drink some milk. Yeah, and that's, like, a good thing. And that's, like, a good... You can tell Santa's been there. And this is, like, a similar, um... A similar thing, so... Mm-hmm. Um... There were also, there were also these uh, caves that he had mapped out along his route. And, um... After he died, people started making these, like, um, they were, like, sites that people visited. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Um, I like nope. the I like the part about what he ordered. There was one store that he visited that kept a oh, record yeah, yeah. of his order. Yeah. Because they weren't really sure how he was, like, affording to... Like, how he had money to, like, buy things and stay alive. But it said one store that kept a visit or kept a record of his order. It consisted of a loaf of bread, a can of sardines, one pound of fancy crackers, a pie, two quarts of coffee, brandy, and a bottle of beer. I mean, that really hits all of the, uh, 
all the uh, necessities. I mean, it really does. Yeah. And I would be content. Yeah, I think most people would. I would like a bed yeah. <laughs> and not a cave, but like with the the food, I'd be content. Yeah, exactly. Um, you know, it's crazy. Like, you could get away with so much shit um, like a hundred years ago. Mm-hmm. Like, could you imagine trying to do this today? Right. I mean, it'd be like, you could never do that. (laughs) You couldn't. You could never do that. One, people would not give you anything. No. Like, that's just, that's not, that's not a part of American culture. Like, Mm -mm. the, the panhandler and the beggar are, like, at the bottom. Right. You know, and, 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 like, I don't, it's, whatever you, I don't care. You probably have personal opinions on that type of. Mm-hmm. Lifestyle, I guess, but like in general, you wouldn't welcome no. them to your front porch. No, exactly. Yeah. Um, and I mean, it doesn't sound like this guy was a bad guy, but you know, that Jesus. There's also there's too many people today to do this. Like you, you could never do that. It's like it's like it's like people back in the day that would like change their identity and just like move out west. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know? That's the equivalent. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you could never do that because there'd be, like, way too many ways of, like, tracking you. Yeah. And, like, like cameras. Yeah, cameras. Like, you'd have to... <clears throat> like, I know people disappear and stuff like that. And yeah. Whatever, but... You like, like, you would have to take someone's identity for the most part. You would have to... Yeah, you would have to steal an identity. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, like, you could, you could not erase your whole footprint today. Right. Like, someone like Very this Very difficult, yeah. 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 Um, so, no one's ever found the body, though. Like, he died, and the body's never been found. Wait, really? Mm-hmm. What is this, though? What's that? What is this part that says, March 24th marked the discovery of Leatherman's body? But the, I don't think that's... Uh, that's not... Uh, they, they took the coffin, and nothing was there. Oh. Yeah. Which article, which article are you looking at? The Medium. What does it say? You read it. Yeah, it says, it marked, that day marked the discovery of the Leatherman's body in his cave in Sawmill Woods on a farm of a man named George Dell in the town of Mount Pleasant, New York. Reportedly, his face was frostbitten at times during the winter, though by the time he passed, he never lost any of his fingers like other local tramps of the time have. A prayer book in French found on his person after his passing. His cause of death was from cancer of the mouth as a result of tobacco use, they say. But I don't know. It says his like grave is still there. It says his grave got moved further away from Route 9. Oddly, mm-hmm. when the first grave was dug, only some coffin nails were found. So after. After. This. Yeah. Weird. Yeah. So Ooh, that's someone even had better. to move his body. Mm-hmm. Or he's a vampire. One, two. I mean. <laughs> that's pretty much it. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's just a weird story of a vagabond that wore leather. I think that's so intriguing. Like I love it. It it, it it's in. I don't really care about who he was. No, me neither. Like that's that's the mystery. I think I think people nowadays always want an answer. Yes. Like I was just listening to Mysterious Universe and they were doing a story about the uh, the Summerton Man. Have you heard of the Summerton Man? No. 
it's this i won't go into detail but it's this weird um it's this weird saga of this guy that washed up in a, on an australian beach uh-huh. had like a weird notebook and like some sayings in it and no one knew who he was and then they sort of figured out who he was but they still don't know why he was there wow yeah but like people keep searching for answers, but I, I'm I'm fine not knowing. Like it's a it's just a good story. Yeah, people just need to take it as, or take it for what it is. Exactly. You know. Exactly. It so. takes the it takes the uh, beauty out of things. Yeah. For sure. Yep, I agree. I agree. Um, okay, so this is another just kind of really cool story, um, but. I was reading on, um, I think I think it was Coffee or Die, which is the uh, Black Rifles, Black Rifle Coffee's like blog or mm-hmm. news. Yeah, it's like their magazine. Outlet. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Sponsor us. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that'd be sick. I did an um, entire project in college about you. <laughs> <laughs> um, but great information on like the history of. Yeah, no, they do some really cool stories. A lot of military history. Super cool stuff. Yeah, if you're interested in that. Um, and I love that because I was. I was that kid in middle school who, when we went to the library, <laughs> I would go straight for the World War II books and just, like, flip through flip through pictures. Yeah. Um, no, this dude knows so many random things. I do. I do. Yeah. So this story, this story caught my eye real quick. Um, so this is about how in World War II... Um, these two individuals, um, members of the OSS, which is basically the precursor to the CIA, they went and met the Dalai Lama in Tibet, which is pretty insane. That is insane. At the time of a war, a world war, um, to get to Tibet, um, was like an insane Ow. challenge. Yeah. 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 Um, so I'll just read a little, read a little uh, description here. So um, Brooke Dolan II was an educated Princeton and Harvard University, was educated at Princeton and Harvard University. He was a trustee of the Academy of Natural Sciences in Philadelphia. He led two expeditions to China and eastern Tibet in 1931 to 1932 and 1934 to 1936. The first expedition comprised Ernst Schaefer, a German zoologist, Gordon Gordon Bowles, Otto Naser, and Hugo Weingold, or Weigold. The second comprised Schaefer and Marion Duncan, an American missionary. Dolan's second expedition may have been may have been motivated partly by the need to take a leave of absence from Philadelphia Society after a January 1934 arrest on disorderly conduct. Um, Dolan joined the United States Air Force after the attack on Pearl Harbor. In 1942, he traveled to Lhasa, which is the capital of Tibet, with Ilya Tolstoy. So this is the this individual is the grandson of Leo Tolstoy, which is the famous Russian uh, author and maybe poet. I can't remember. Um, 
On December 20th, 1942, they met with the 14th Dalai Lama. So this is the current this is the current Dalai Lama. This the Dalai Lama was seven. Oh, because he was like a he kid. Was, he was just a child. <laughs> just a child. That's also the crazy part. They went there to meet with, you know, just a child. Um, that is crazy. Yeah, I know. They were the first Americans ever to meet a Dalai Lama. Um Wow. Both received the Legion of Merit for their mission. They are considered to have gone beyond their authority in leading the Tibetan government to believe the United States had given international political recognition to Tibet. So they kind of took some liberties. Mm -hmm. Um, After the Tibetan expedition, Dolan transferred from the OSS to the Army Air Force and joined the United States Military Observer Group in Yunnan, China. Dolan died in China. Um... According to some accounts, he was killed on an OSS mission to rescue a down allied bomber. According to other accounts, he um, committed suicide. So, um, basically, these these two um, traveled to Tibet, met with the Tibetan government at that time, and mind you, the Japanese had been fighting the Chinese as well. So it was like, you know, the CIA always has, like, something they're trying to do, but Mm -hmm. then there's something Something else else. they're trying to do. So, like, if they're trying to, you know, if they meet with your government, like, they're also trying to overthrow the government at the same time. That's just the way the CIA works. (laughs) So they were, this was the OSS, but they were, like, going there to also try and get into China because there really wasn't, like, a way to do that. Right. Um, and they were also fighting the Japanese at the time, so. Um, Makes sense. Yeah. That's really, that's, that's really all it is. I, it's just kind of a, a crazy thing. Like, they went there to meet a seven-year-old kid. I remember watching, I can't even remember what it, it was some, I, like... I want to say it was on Netflix, but it was about in like the 70s and it was like Americans going to Tibet, like hippies, to try to like meet like religious leaders and like him being one of them. Uh huh. And it was like about all the crime that would happen like along the way and how these like Americans were so just like naive and like excited to like go on this journey and get like high and like do all these like psychedelics and stuff but they would just get taken advantage of by like oh like yeah people, like french people who were there oh there's so or, many like, stories Chinese, about that. like and other americans too like it yeah. was it was a wild time because it's like it, there's um i think there's a fantasy about the east that's and, sort like, of what india it was. Mm-hmm. and china and then you get there and it's just like poverty. Yeah. And just like no running water and mm-hmm. I mean Tibet is just barren. Yeah. I mean there's nothing up there. Right. Um But yeah, the, no, there's so many stories. Well that one, um the one story uh that Netflix documentary about the about the the cult that moved to Oregon. Do you remember that? Sorry, I had to yawn. Um, w- they sort bought of. the land in Oregon. Yeah. Yeah. What was it called? Okay, I, I don't oh, know. I do remember that though. 
Those stories don't interest me anymore. Really? Well, because it's all the same shit. Like, it's one guy <laughs> just fucking every girl he sees because he's their, like, yogi master and is going to, like, transcend their mind or yeah, whatever. Yeah, everyone's guilty it's in that situation. literally the same. Th- every cult is the same thing. Yep. Like, you were just watching the um, the one about the Mormon... I was. Uh, the Mormon religious cult on Hulu with yeah. Andrew Garfield. Um, yeah. It was same thing. Under the banner of heaven. Yeah, an old guy called. just trying to Basically. sleep with the younger girls. Yeah. That's all it ever is. Yep. So. Really fucked. Yeah, yeah, it really is. Um, I'm but, trying to find the name of that, the show about Tibet. Yeah. Well, while, oh. you're, while you're doing that... Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna get into some dogman stuff. Do it. Um, I'll report back. Yeah. So we so I am going to the dogman conference um, <laughs> with uh, Sandman from Periality Radio here in about a week and a half. Um, so yeah, we're just gonna end with some dogman, and I think there's a Bigfoot story in here. So oh um, yes, yeah. Uh, but this first one is from Alaska. And um, it's just a first-hand account. Um, I believe it's a, um, I believe it's a woman um, was out. Yeah, so um, there's a route kind of like through this mountainous area. Um, it's called a section of the Trunk Road. Wow. Between the towns of Palmer and Wasilla. Um, basically, you know, frigid wilderness. Um, you could drive all night and not see a single car. I'm Google mapping it. Yeah. Um, so, it's about 10 minutes from home at around 2 a.m., and this was in 1998. Um, obviously, driving pretty slow because it's pretty icy. Um, and she saw this tall, looming figure um, in her headlights, very tall. Um, and she goes, I could clearly see its wolfish muzzle, large upright ears, and spikes on its back were in fact clumps of fur. Its spine curved in a smooth, very natural looking way. It was standing in the ditch, inches from the pavement because I was focused on its upper body. I do not recall anything about its legs or if it had a tail. I did see its front legs though, very doggy looking, hanging awkwardly down and slightly toward its front, exactly as you'd expect if a dog stood upright while it clearly had a canine look. Um, there was still something off about it that I can't articulate. It was perfectly still at this point, given the proximity, given the proximity to Halloween, I was quite convinced it was some sort of Halloween prop because it clearly, because it was clearly not any kind of existing animal. I was deeply impressed and gently stepped on the brakes, intending to stop and examine it closely. Then it turned its head toward me. In the tiny fraction of a second that it took for it to swivel its head, I knew I had made a terrible mistake. <laughs> the fluidness of its movement removed any and all doubt that this was some kind of prop. It was horribly, terrifyingly alive. 
the pale off-white glow of its eye shine in the headlights destroyed any possibility of a human in a costume. I think it sat there gaping at... I think I sat there gaping at it in shock for a few seconds. The car barely moving by now, but still inching closer. As I was almost upon it, I think I could have leaned forward and touched the car... I think it could have leaned forward and touched the car if it had wanted. And then she just goes on to describe her height and relative. Oh, yeah. I'm just like, at what point did you think there was someone in a prop costume in the middle of (laughs) the wilderness? This is what people do. (laughs) Yeah. They try to, like, come up with a rationalization of it. Yes. Because, like... You're right. Probably writing yeah, that, right. she was like, that was stupid as shit yeah, to think yeah, that that yeah. was someone in a costume. But, like, she said they can't be anything else, you know? Yeah. It's, like, to protect yourself. Yeah, it's but true. I agree. That's funny. Also, are the dogmans, like, back legs longer? Like, so it can stand up or no? Yeah. Yeah. So, so that's the idea that, like, yeah, like, the dogman is an upright canid. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, but still has a snout and everything. Huh. Yeah. Totally could see that in Alaska, though, like, with all the wolves and shit. Like a deformed wolf or something. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there, there are no doubt some giant wolves. Right. Um, and, I mean, I don't know. Maybe there's, maybe there's some sort of thought-to-be-extinct thought yeah. giant wolf. I mean, who knows? Yeah. The bottom, line with, the bottom line with all these cryptid encounters is there's so much uncharted land. Like, I... Well, not uncharted, basically un, unexplored, unlivable, you know. And I've said this before that, like, there. If you live in the city, you think everything's like the city, you know? Yeah. Until you drive across, like, Nebraska. And you're like, yeah. where are all the people? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or, like, or, like, you drive, like, through the Rocky Mountains and you're mm-hmm. like, where are all the people? Yeah. Like, you can't live there. Yeah. Because, like, you know, there's you have to dig your own well, hunt your own food, and people just don't do that these days. Mm-hmm. So, like, I mean, not, there are some people who do that, but <laughs> not a lot. They're still around. <laughs> not a lot. Um, so, yeah, that that's my take. I mean, I don't I, – I don't, hopefully I find answers at the Dogman conference because Dogman is kind of weird because, like, Bigfoot, you're like – Oh, it's very human-like. Like, it could be, like, some... Maybe it's some extinct... Or thought like, to be extinct human ancestor... Right. ...that has found, you know, breeding populations and stuff like that. Um, but, like, Dogman, like... It's... Looks like an animal. It's, it's obviously not... It looks like an animal, but it's, yeah, like... related to a human. But it has human um, mannerisms. Right. And that's the creepy part. It's like the, um, uh, it's like the effect that robots, you know, the, um, you know, the effect that robots have where it looks human-like, but it's not. Mm-hmm. The uncanny valley. Oh yeah. Where it's like it's so human-like, but it's not. Yeah, that's that's kind of yes. that's kind of what I'm getting. Um, so. Um, I there is a there's a there's a Bigfoot encounter in here, but it's not um, not quite what I was looking for. Oh, uh, so I think I'm gonna pass on that. 
Um, there is, however, um, there is, however, a uh, a water. I don't know what you want to call it, like a water beast or a uh, Loch Ness monster type. That was you on the um, lake. <laughs> A water beast. A water beast. Yeah, exactly. Um, this is, uh, they call it the Kodiak Island monster. Um, this sighting was in, I guess, 1971. The This fishing crew spotted an odd marine creature um, around 30 feet long with a head like a horse. Um, naturally, some people shot at it, after which it dove under the water. Um one of the crew members said, we don't know what it was, but it had a grayish color and we couldn't see any fins or tail. It never made any noise. It would just come up and you could see the head and part of the body. The creature would appear for several more days, along, oh, always near shore at around 2 p.m. Um, and it was, it was photographed. Um, a more recent sighting around 2002 when a fishing uh, boat was off the west coast of Kodiak Island, and it's around 4 a.m., and some of the fishermen were pulling in their nets when they saw when a creature poked its head above the waves. Um, but you know, 4 a.m. It's not too not too bright out, so they really didn't like yeah see anything good. Um, these are always these are always uh, strange to me because. Just of how much we don't know about the water. Yeah. Like. Like, yeah, there totally probably is that thing in the, there. Def, I, I 100% believe. I'm yeah. skeptical on Dogman and Bigfoot. I'm kind of 50-50 on on what exactly. But I, I have zero doubts that those that they saw something. Right. Like, I, I there's just the water. It's too deep. Um, and there's too much water to, yeah. like, not. I agree. Have shit in it. Those are the most believable to me. Yeah, hundred percent. Yep. Yep. Um. Well, that's kind of all I got. Um, you seem I, you seem to be um you seem to be checking out. Me? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Aaron's I'm over so here. Aaron's, Aaron's over here yawning like every two minutes. <laughs> <laughs> but I, <laughs> I told you where I was last week. I'm still catching up. Yeah. And. I, when I got back on Friday, I immediately went right into the Nashville weekend. And so here you we are. Did. I, will, I will give you that. You did not um, I you didn't did miss not a beat, stop. guys. No, you did not. <laughs> um, the show I was talking about, about Tibet and all that, is called The Serpent. And it's on Netflix. Is this, are these true stories? It's based on, yeah, a whole... Oh. It's basically like a con man, but he did the same thing. Like, he... He just like slept with every single girl along the way, and it was all the, he was like, like master like career criminal. They ended up finding out, but he oh, just wow. like preyed on all these like young American girls who wanted to like go to the east and all this stuff. But sometimes I wish I had that ability to like con people. But yeah, me too. Yeah. How bad? I mean, like no, like it sounds fun, <laughs> right? In theory, <laughs> conning people sounds great. Cause yeah. I agree. I do agree. And just being like, wow, they're dumb. Or just, it's like you're, it's like you're acting. I mean, they're mm -hmm. obviously crazy, but like, it's, you're just playing a part until you get what you want. Yeah. No, that's what this guy, yeah. total, total act, 
yes. like an actor. Yes. Like it was not real at all. Exactly. So, yep. Yeah, and people there, I mean, they're like incredibly elaborate scams throughout history of like people conning millions and millions of dollars. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep, 100%. Sounds fun in theory, but not, Probably in, shouldn't. not in execution. <laughs> not really trying to get arrested by the FBI. <laughs> No, and you probably would. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't. I don't, I don't have the confidence to pull that off. Um, also, I hope that you get on some like ratchet dogman documentary <laughs> okay. in a couple weekends because yeah. I feel like that's where that would go down. You know, uh, like the flat Earth documentary. I do. Like yeah, that yeah, yeah, thing yeah. is yeah. what I'm picturing. Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, I don't. Well. It's in Paris. It's in Paris, Tennessee. Yeah. I know nothing of Paris, Tennessee. No, I don't either. I googled it, and it's at the Paris Convention Center. Yeah, so. it's at the Paris, Con- Paris Convention Center. Um, All uh, I know is you and Sandman are going to yeah. make some friends. <laughs> yeah, we will. Um, yeah, so apparently the the best place to eat in Paris, Tennessee... I'm just trying to find my text from Sandman. He... Um, it, believe me, it's, it's worth the wait. It's, um... <laughs> damn, I can't remember. It was something like, um... <laughs> it was something to do with wings or, like, some chick, some play on chicken or something. Well, of course. Yeah, it was something like chicken stop or, like, something. <laughs> Just something Gosh. silly. Yeah. So, anyway. Well, that'll be... Yeah. That'll be awesome. Um... So yeah, we'll uh, come back with come back with some great stories, uh, no doubt. Um, and you guys will get to hear Kyle again. Yeah, Kyle's gonna be back on. That's really exciting. Um, he, yeah, man, it's been a while. Cause mm-hmm. It's gonna be like probably two years. It was right before right before COVID. It has been forever. Yeah, so that'll be great. Yeah, it'll be a good time. Um, but we'll probably do one more before we go out. Um, definitely. Yep. So uh, you can all y'all can follow us on Twitter at World We Live Pod. Um, find us on um, Instagram, World We Live In Podcast, and um, follow us on iTunes, rate and review, Spotify, uh, Google Podcasts, and um, yeah, that's all we got. Aaron, anything else? Nope, gotta go to bed. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> to bed. I will. I will not. But. Yeah, you're. What are you talking about? You're up to like eleven thirty. Yeah, at yeah, least. At least. Right now, I'm just dragging. <laughs> yeah, but it's a, it's a late. We don't usually do it this is a late. late. One. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Late, late Monday here. Okay. Um, thank you all for listening. Uh, take care. Be safe, and we'll talk to you later. Bye. <laughs>